Hello, I'm Jess Nix, the Absolute Empowerment Coach. Welcome to my podcast. I'm a certified life coach, NLP master and creator of the D-Bitch Your Brain methodology. I do the deep and I do the silly because life's about balance, right? I call the inner critic the bitch and there's a bitch for every emotion or theme in life. Your bitch keeps you stuck. She keeps you doubting and makes you feel like you're the only one when the reality is we all have a bitch in our head. The good news is there are endless ways to shut her up and to experience more confidence in life. And I'm going to talk about them all with my guests, falling upon their wells of wisdom, fueling your tank with self-belief in the process. Let's get to it. Please listen to Stevie Nicks when she said, you can go your own way. That's really not. That's not my octave, is it? (laughs) Okay, so after chatting to Michelle in the previous episode, I got to thinking about adventuring and how we can apply the concept to our own minds. Do you remember those choose your own adventure books from the 80s? Great if you do, but for those who don't, they were these awesome little books that quite often had a kind of thriller or mystery vibe about them. And at key points throughout the book, the reader would be asked to decide what they wanted the protagonist to do. Go to page 40 if you want Jess to board the ship with the pirates, or go to page 45 if you want Jess to jump into the sea and make a swim for it with the sharks. So, what I want to dig into in this episode is the idea that you are the writer of your story and you get to decide what happens. You get to choose your own adventure and go your own way, just like Stevie Nicks. And no, we are not related, sadly. I have tried to get free Fleetwood tickets many times before and it hasn't worked. The dictionary definition of the word adventure is an unusual and exciting or daring experience. Hmm. To do something daring often goes hand in hand with a certain type of feeling that some people love and some people hate. The adrenaline or the discomfort of the dare can fuel or frighten depending on who it is. And a lot of us have come to know the meaning of the word adventure as travel, right? To go somewhere new, to do something you haven't done before. If adventuring in the physical world is the act of doing new things, going to new places, daring to do something, then adventuring in the metaphysical world is thinking new things. It is exploring parts of the mind that you haven't been to, haven't used or potentially just been too scared to open the door on. No, that one smells of anxiety and fear and what might happen in there, I just don't know. No, thank you. I'll keep that one locked up. We so often just listen to what our mind is doing rather than getting active in the conversation in our head by talking back. If you stop listening to your inner critic and start talking back, big change starts to happen. I... I love going to new places. I've lived in many different cities, the most exciting of which was probably Sydney, which is why sometimes I have a little bit of an Australian twang because, I mean, I just loved it. 
I only knew two people there and I rocked up with a 36 kilogram bag to begin a new life and start a new job at a music publisher. And it was awesome. The newness, the discovering my new neighborhood, the parties, the people who had become my friends, learning what a flat white was and becoming a complete coffee wanker. It was intoxicating. The adrenaline just pushed me along. So in the physical world, I was in a country 12,000 miles from home. And in the metaphysical world, I was also far from the comfort I knew to be home, which taught me so much about who I was, my independence, my finances. My mind was expanding. By thinking into the unknown, I learned valuable lessons that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to had I said no to the job offer and stayed in the UK and stayed in the same place in my brain. I could have listened to the bitch in my head who said, but what happens if you hate it? What happens if when you come back to London, you can't get a job? What will you do? How will you integrate back into London? Um, <laughs> pause that. How about I go and have the experience first before worrying about what's going to happen when I get back? Or if I must do worry, wouldn't it be a little bit more productive to worry about what's going to happen on my arrival, rather than worrying about what's going to happen after I've arrived, had the experience, then come back to London. This is what I mean about your inner critic being so full of shit. Honestly, I didn't listen to my bitch's bullshit. Uh, and I'm really glad because I had the best couple of years of my life. But you don't need to travel to explore your mind. Adventuring in your brain can be done from the comfort of your sofa or your bed or your run, whatever. And the great thing about this kind of travel is that you get to leave your baggage behind. Not just the real baggage of toiletries and towels, but the metaphorical baggage from your past. Speaking of baggage, has anyone seen that ridiculous TikTok of a massive dildo going around the luggage thing in an airport? <laughs> if you haven't, have a Google. It is ridiculous. So adventuring in your mind, you don't need insurance or jabs. You do, however, have to be prepared for some discomfort. Like being given somebody else's suitcase to dress from while you're away, some of what you experience may be a little uncomfortable, maybe a bit shocking, like the dildo on the luggage carousel. Because what's happening in your brain while you're feeling all this discomfort is your brain reprogramming itself. Neuroplasticity is your brain's remarkable ability to change its neural pathways meaning that your beliefs about the world and your identity can be changed too. A bit like riding a bike up a steep hill, it's hard work, but then you're rewarded with the feeling of flying on the other side. We're so resistant to change because of the fear of the unknown, right? How many people stay in jobs and relationships that they are truly miserable in because they'd rather stay put in the misery they know so well than experiment with the unknown. They like to keep their map of the world very small because then they know it all. They know how the bad things feel. They know how to cope with the mediocrity. They have their routine and they have found safety in misery. Misery becomes so normal, the meaning of the word misery fades and just becomes daily life. They question nothing and believe nothing will change because it all feels way too much like climbing the biggest mountain in the world and staying in the cold, rainy foothills is far much easier. To quote the Lebanese writer Khalil Gibran, 
and I never know if I'm saying that name correctly, but whatever, if I'm not, do let me know. He said, The lust for comfort murders the passion of the soul. And I'm just going to say that in my normal voice too, because honestly, I bloody love this quote. It really cuts me to the bone. The lust for comfort murders the passion of the soul. Meaning that we play safe to avoid discomfort. And as a result, we miss out on experiencing the stuff we truly want. It's the old, would you rather regret the stuff that you've done or you haven't done? But actually, in the case of Carlyle's quote, it kind of means that you end up regretting both, regretting everything. The life you led because it took you nowhere and the life you dreamt of because you didn't try to make it happen. Yuck! What story is the bitch in your head telling you about your past that's preventing you from making change in your life in the present moment? What alleyways of your mind is she blocking with her bullshit? If you have a narrative about how life hasn't been fair to you, of all the opportunities you've missed out on, how everyone is doing better than you, then of course your world is going to feel small. If you can dare to think differently, roll out the map a little bit, if you can dare to challenge your thoughts, then suddenly the land at the other side of the ocean is visible. Do you have a story about being bad with money? About choosing bad partners? Or something else that you're bad at or with? If you don't like the story about your life and where it's heading, then plot spoiler! My love, you get to do the rewrite because it's your fucking show or book or what, however you want to view it. Unless you do the work for the rewrite, unless you pick up the pen, your story is paving the way to the same amount of money and the same crappy partners. So get curious about your adventure. What would life be like if you didn't believe you were bad with money? What kind of decisions would you be making as a woman who was good with money? What kind of things would a woman who is good with money be doing? And what things would a woman who is good with money not be doing? How would your life be different if you picked great partners? Who are you in this life? The point is, if you think into the unknown you will follow the path of your life undiscovered. Staying in your comfort zone can also be viewed as digging your own grave, preparing the hole for which you will lie in forever. The thing is, once you're stood in the hole, it's kind of hard to see out of the top, right? Because it's six foot deep. Much easier to just stay in the hole, put some nice furniture out and tune into the TV instead. And this is why raising your awareness of how you think is so damn important so that you don't end up in a hole of your own digging. Most of the time, we have no idea how much we are limiting ourselves because we never stop to check the map. We never stop to question our thoughts. We never stop and interrupt the conversation, the narrative that's going on in our head. And if you don't know how you're getting in your own damn way, then how the hell are you going to get out of your own way? Stevie Nicks, have you got an answer to that question, please? We need you. Go to places in your brain that you haven't delved into before. 
Get curious as fuck about why you think the things you do and the things you don't. Think things you have never thought before. So to loop this back to the wonderful books from the 80s, you can choose the direction of your life. And if there's some resistance from your inner critic going, no, but this, but that, but that. No, that is bullshit. That is the kind of shit that you need to start challenging. Everything you have in your life, your job, your relationships, your friends, your home, all of that is a result of how you think and the choices you have made. So what happens if you pick up the pen and the tipex and whack a massive plot twist in there? What else is out there for you? What haven't you questioned? Is it time to step into your courage and take the first step into your new adventure? I hope so. All right, gangaroo, I'm out of here. Follow the yellow brick road. Hugs and a bitchings. If you're loving what you're hearing on this podcast, then please share it with someone who you reckon needs to hear it. Then come on over to my website, jessnix.com, and sign up to my mailer to keep you in the loop with all things empowerment and debitching your brain. Give me a cheeky follow on the gram at jessnixcoaching. Until next time, remember, your thoughts are just fiction of the mind. Bye-bye now.